Going to turn things over to Mr. Mark Weber for our first full hour of Garden Talk this weekend. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. It's good to see you back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm glad to be back, and I got a much-needed uh, rest and relaxation for, you know, it's spring is only 30 days away. I know. Starting to feel a little bit like it, too. You know, the birds are chirping a little bit more, and more so, it is the time of the year when uh, we really should be doing lots of things in our landscape. And in this edition of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking about uh, how many applications do you think it takes to uh, successfully keep your yard looking good? What do you think? Hmm. Difficult to say. Several, I'm sure. <laughs> no, but there's Don't, a lot of controversy the, about this. And, and, and a lot of people think that uh, they, they think the yard only needs one or maybe needs seven, maybe needs this, ten. How many applications does the average lawn in Dayton, Ohio, need? We're going to answer that question. We're also going to ask you the question as well, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Are you ready for spring? We'll tell you that and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and uh, welcome to this live edition of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show that's been around for 28 plus years, and what we do here on Garden Talk is beyond what the norm usually is in the world of radio. For 28 years, we have been planting the seeds to a greener and better place called Southwest Ohio. And uh, we would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That will put you into the Master Control sp uh, Studios of WHIO Radio today. And uh, we're more than happy to take your calls because at Garden Talk, ladies and gentlemen, there are no questions that are dumb. There are no questions that, that are not accept unacceptable because what we do here on Garden Talk is give you the expert analysis and understanding of how to have a better yard, garden, and landscape. And let me explain why we can do that. Um, my name is Mark Weber. I have hosted this show, like I said before, for 28 plus years. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from a place you may have heard of before called The Ohio State University. Um, and I'm also designated by the International Society of a boar culture as a board certified master arborist. And I hold a number of other accreditations and certifications and qualifications, which I will not spend a whole lot of time boring you with. Um, but more so, um, I have owned and operated a business in the landscape and arboricultural field. And arboriculture, by the way, is the world of trees and science of trees and the management of trees. Um, since 1997, you can learn about my business at uh, WeberLandscaping.com. That's WeberLandscaping.com. And, of course, Weber spelt with two Bs. And what you get here for the next three hours is expert analysis. Yeah, and what that means is you call with a question, and the line is re it's really easy to call the station, too, by the way. It's a 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into um, the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio. And I've got a really nice young lady next door that will take your call, um, ask your question, um, and she'll put it into uh, the call box. And then I push a little button, and then we talk. Um, just ask that you turn down your radio if you're listening to us because that there's a little bit of a delay there that makes my head explode. <laughs> so please don't make the host's head explode. Um, and whatever your question is going to be, I'm going to give you the answer that's based upon not so much about what's going to cost you the least amount of money or the most amount of money 
or what's going to sell you a product, what I'm going to do is give you an answer that's based on what I know uh, professionally and personally that has been successful and has worked. And that comes from science, research, what we call best management practices. It's called BMPs. And it may be information, and I've been told this for 28 plus years, that what we do on Garden Talk is beyond reproach, meaning you can't argue with the truth. And I am an advocate, I have to tell you, I forewarn you, (laughs) this show is addicting because I am an advocate for the truth, and I'm an advocate for the the proper... um, the proper implementation of your landscape. I'm not here. I'm not interested in selling stuff. I'm really not. I'm here to talk about what's best for you and what's best for what works for you. So I've been gone for about a couple of weeks. I think it's been because I had some much needed vacation time coming with my beautiful bride, Kim, and we spent some Really nice time in in an undisclosed warmer climate area, <laughs> and I will tell you that uh, I I the older I get, the more I guess I become a snowbird because I want to go south. I winter is okay, but I tell you what, I like tropical climates much much better on many different levels. But um, came home and um, I will say it was nice to be home. It was nice to sleep in my own bed, and it was nice this week to work and do what I needed to do, and uh, I felt like I had been on a, been gone for two years by the time the amount of work that went on in my world this week. But uh, I'd like to talk to you today at 457-1290. A couple programming notes before we go to break. Today we're going to talk about some really interesting stuff. We'll talk a lot today about what your yard needs and what it really doesn't need and what you need to spend money on and what you don't need to spend money on. We're going to talk about why certain people will tell you that they can give you a price for a lawn care application that is lower than the current price you're receiving. And it's the old, what I call the Hershey candy bar switch. Um, We're going to talk about why fertility in your landscape has to be based upon soil testing and some foliar analysis. You can't just apply stuff based on whatever you think. It's gotta be based on science. We're gonna talk about that. We're also gonna talk about, do I need to spray or not to spray my yard, particularly if you've got um, plant issues in your landscape. We're talking about chemical applications to your landscape and how you can minimize or increase those by plant selection and by better management practices. Plus, with it being February, you got to talk about oranges because it's the time of year that you'll see a lot of different types of oranges um, in the grocery store and the markets. And we're going to talk about oranges and and how they're really grown. Did you know there's actually a green orange? Yeah, there is. We're going to talk about oranges today. And uh, they're magic. I I will tell you that I'm a big lover of oranges, and I I love to experiment trying to find new varieties of, of citrus to a try in my life. And um, I, where I was this last couple of weeks, I got to try some pretty cool stuff. Um, we're going to do that. But the most important part of this show, beyond this and that coming up at 830, 6.30, we're going to go in the garden with a weekly tip to help your garden grow. At uh, 6.45, we're going to do uh, in the garden kitchen. Uh, Rich Pearson's going to uh, jump in, talk to us at some point this hour. And then at the 7 o'clock hour, hopefully Jesse Mack will stop by. We're going to talk about wind today. <laughs> we're going to talk about what wind does to trees, and we're going to talk about how this little 50-mile-an-hour poof that we're going to get this today is really nothing. It really isn't if your tree is structurally sufficient. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk today um, with Randy Tisher uh, and also John Scott got a lot to do today but most importantly we want to hear from you at 457-1290 plus i think we're going to do something really fun today miss madam producer i think we're going to do two what plan i am's today we're going to really burn up the phone lines today we're going to blow them up <laughs> all right 
When we come back, we're going to give you an updated weather forecast along with that as well. Uh, take It looks like we've got two calls on the line, which I'm excited to take yours at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. What is your online tax service getting you? Stop by your local Jackson Hewitt and get all the benefits of a tax pro. With Jackson Hewitt, you get 100% accuracy and our max refund guarantee. Plus, we're open late and on weekends to fit your schedule. So don't settle for an online tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today. 100% accuracy guaranteed or local office will cover penalties and interest. Maximum refund guaranteed or your tax preparation feedback. Only applies to federal refund determined with filed tax returns. Terms and conditions apply. Most offices are independently owned and operated. See jacksonhewitt.com for details. Hi, I'm Michelle Collins, and we know at Collins Real Estate Services that buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you may make. Let our family-owned and progressive real estate company help you achieve those real estate goals. With our 28-plus years of experience, we have a team approach offering you the personal interaction that you deserve that others don't offer. If it's buying or selling, we're here to help. We're centrally located in downtown Miamisburg. Call us at 866-6364 or find us at buycrest.com today. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital management and SEC registered investment advisor. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO anywhere, anyplace, anytime on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everyone. We are going to do an updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A few showers in the morning hours today with temperatures quickly climbing into the mid to upper 50s around the Miami Valley. We'll see scattered showers by the afternoon into the evening and a chance for a few thunderstorms along with it. Now pay attention to Sunday. As we go into Sunday, the winds really pick up. We'll see gusts as high as 55 to 60 miles per hour, and that's after a cold front waves through, bringing colder temperatures. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear right now. We got 36 up at the airport, 38 in uh, Springboro, and uh, currently we've got uh, clear skies on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial, and uh, we would love to talk to you today at 457-1290. And uh, let's go right to the telephone lines at 457-1290. By the way, only one line exists that's open, so if you'd like to jump aboard, we've got a line for you. Let's head to someplace. <laughs> Let's go talk to Barbara. Barbara, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you, Barbara? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm good to have you back. Well, thank you. Thank you. Tried to call last week, but you weren't there. I was gone. <laughs> I was gone. I I was out to lunch. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, it was wonderful. I had a really great, great, great vacation and uh Got a lot of good rest and relaxation that was much overdue. But how can I uh, serve you today? 
issues, but the main one I'm calling about is um, we have newly planted landscaping, and I have two Japanese uh, blood good uh, maples. One's in the front, one's in the back, so they're not next to each other. But both of them, I discovered, have, um, I would say, up to a quarter of an inch oval-shaped white, looks like a scale. And I was able to pluck it, pluck them off. Were, were, uh, were they on the branches, or were they at? Mainly they were on, mostly they were on vertical twigs. Vertical branches going up. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what these scales. You say they're white in color. They're white and they were a little sticky. Okay. They, they were easy to take off, and underneath the center, underneath was kind of conclave because it fit against the branch. Yeah. And it was a little like I think they were like I would call them tentacles, but they're not tentacles. They're little. I don't know. That's actually called a proboscis. But let's do let's do this. Um, is there a lot of them on the branch, or just a few? No, just a few. Uh, each tree had about six or seven. Okay, scale scale, and that's an insect called a scale, is like you described. Um, it belongs to the group of insects called Homoptera, and those are the the sucking insects. And that whole insect group, you've got hard scales then you got semi hard scale and there's hard semi hard and then you got soft scales which you probably have is a semi hard yeah what we have probably is a hard one and that little there's a it's a very soft bodied animal that lives underneath that's that protective scale and it it protects it from desiccation and more so it protects it from predators so what that animal does is set up on, on the bark of a tree or or the stem of a plant and uh, basically produces t- takes its proboscis sticks it down into through the bark tissue and is tapping into the phloem of the plant and the phloem is where there is high in carbohydrates and nutrients and the plant that animal then removes materials at the tree is making and in the case of this would be carbohydrates and separates some this is the amazing part why it's sticky is is because the animal literally can separate the sugar from the protein okay and it doesn't want the sugar it throws away the sugar that's why it's sticky and keeps the protein does that make sense so it's kind of like is it kind of like eating a sugar coated steak <laughs> it keeps it keeps the protein but gets rid of the sugar. So so let's kind of talk about control. Um, if there's just a few and it's on a small plant, you can pick them off with your fingers like you just did. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should be okay. I would kind of monitor the plant and see if you get any more of them. Okay. And uh, just make sure you watch plant health. Remember scales are opportunistic, meaning um, particularly on trees. They typically um, pick on trees that are in a weakened state, not so much unless it's an in, 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 in invasive species like uh, woolly adelgin or something like that, which is... A, is it because it's a new plant that made it somewhat susceptible? Yeah, it's very likely that's the case. And it's not the end of the world. Um, just watch your watering, keep the plant in you know, reasonably good care and good uh, management regimes don't over overwater it and, and the other thing that's interesting though and it goes kind of goes to one of my themes today is over fertilization in the landscape can actually increase the likelihood of scales and aphids wow. yeah so another reason why you know proper fertilization can lead to a happier healthier landscape so that's just the only parting thought that I'll say is, is that uh, if you over fertilize, particularly in trees, we know that you can actually make them sicker than they would be without fertilizer and actually well, increase the in per- my mind. I think I read sometimes somewhere that you cannot put dormant oil spray on a Japanese maple. Is that correct? That is very correct. So what if I had finally eventually get a treatment? What would you do? Well, if you needed a treatment, and where I'm kind of going is, I think you've already done the treatment by picking well, them I off. I understand that, but yeah. did these things? It all depends. Laid eggs somewhere. Though. Well, that's that's the interesting part, though, is at some point in time, depending on the species of scale, 
they have to get together and make babies. And they do that in a period usually in the summer. So where I'm kind of going with it is by picking them off, you've removed the, 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 the partners. Okay. So if it becomes an issue, there are products out there available. But a lot of times, just by plant health, we don't have to apply these products. Right. We, and, we, and this is one of the this is quote unquote, yeah this is one of the quote unquote what I call BMPs of landscape management meaning that a lot of times we don't need to apply pesticides in landscapes because because we can manage it by another method and means and, and why it matters is the typical product that's used to control a scale is is a product called merit okay. The problem with merit, though, is merit affects honeybees and other pollinators, and they're very much in peril these days. So we want to minimize those types of what we call neonicotinoid insecticides so that we can better make sure that we don't hurt our pollinators because we like to eat, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Barbara, it's good to hear your voice. Have a great Can I day. I ask you one more question? Do you mind? Quickly, please. I have a lot of minute before. I also have some nine bark called the, the, the type called Little Devil. Okay. Uh, they, would go, they went into the winter looking great. Uh, I went out and checked the, the branches, uh, and I don't see any green when I tried to scrape it with my fingernail. Hmm. I don't know. If there's no green, there may be a problem. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so surprised because, I mean, there's a lot of it cold, but do yeah. I cut them back to the ground? Or I what? would wait to see what happens this spring. Okay. I, I would wait to see what happens All because right. I think I think if you they may be alive, they may be dead. I don't know. What does, you'll have to see, okay? Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. When we come back, we are going to go in the garden. And after that, we've got a couple more calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 on News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. We're going to keep our eyes on high wind watch that's going into effect for the Miami Valley tonight into tomorrow. That's our primary concern as far as Mother Nature is uh, in question. Also, a Huber Heights cop is named as the officer used who allegedly used excessive force. Strong winds in the forecast. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO Triple Team traffic is looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley, especially on those major freeways. Right now, we're not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to slow you up this morning. It is our top story. Today, we'll see rain with the possibility for some stormy conditions working their way in as we get later into the afternoon. But that'll give way to the potential for severely gusty winds tomorrow. A high wind watch in effect for the Miami Valley on Sunday. 25 to 35 mile per hour winds sustained. That's a constant wind, but we could see gusts that lift as high as 60 miles per hour. That's meteorologist Jesse Mag who will give us a look at the exclusive WHIO forecast coming up here in just a moment. Now, DPNL crews tell us that the primary concern with those gusty winds, especially with the wet ground throughout our area, is going to be fallen trees on power lines. Now, as those conditions work into effect, we'll give you the latest updates on what is happening and what you can expect right here on WHIO. It's a story that we've been following. We now know the name of the Huber Heights police officer on leave for using excessive force. Canine officer Michael Reckner was one of two officers assisting a motorist on Taylorsville Road when a car crossed a center line and struck an officer in the leg. Renee Shippey complained of an arm injury after being arrested and charged with OVI. WHIO's Ron Otto cops uh, police chief Mark Leitner says that officer Reckner will be on leave until a decision on punishment is made. In Miami Township, the Secret Service is expected to help in an investigation into a scam that cost a woman in her 80s over $100,000. According to investigator, these scammers usually send a letter from allegedly from publishing house, but with the convincing logos saying that they've won a sweepstakes and including instructions on how to claim their prize. In this case, the woman reportedly wired money to three different places, including Canada. Cops are cautioning anyone who receives a similar letter to contact Publishers Clearinghouse to verify it before sending anything anywhere. 
Well, let's get a look at that most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Scattered showers expected in the morning hours with temperatures in the mid to upper 30s. We're warming up big time throughout the day. Highs in the upper 50s and those scattered showers will continue throughout the day. A chance for a few thunderstorms by the evening hours. Overnight tonight, scattered showers and again, just a chance for a few thunderstorms. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear. We've got 36 in Troy, 35 degrees here in Springfield, 37 in Xenia, 36 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Wild Birds Unlimited. The winter bird food sale is on at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Stop in and save on the best bird food at the best prices in town. All 20-pound bags of seed and cases of suet are at the lowest prices of the season. Try our custom seed blends that are formulated to attract the greatest variety of beautiful birds to your feeder. We don't use any grain fillers that the birds don't like and simply kick to the ground. Our seed blends contain only the freshest seed and are formulated for no waste. The birds eat every seed. And our most popular no-mess seed blends will keep your birds happy and your yard tidy as well. Winter savings are in full swing and don't forget, Daily Savings Club members save even more on the best bird food in town. This winter, make your own backyard your favorite getaway. Stop in and save today at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Stroop and Far Hills. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. Are you new to listening to WHIO? Let us bring you up to speed fast. We're Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. We provide weather and traffic every six minutes weekday mornings on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hanskin. When news breaks here in the Miami Valley, we break in around the clock. We provide Storm Center 7 updates throughout the day, and when we're monitoring the threat of severe weather in our area, we activate Storm Center coverage, updating the situation every 15 minutes or sooner, and airing a special tone every 90 seconds to let you know. We're also the home of the Flyers, airing basketball games, football games, and coaches' shows. You can listen to us on the AM dial at 1290, on the FM dial at 95.7, online at WHIO.com, and the WHIO app, and at home on an Amazon Echo. We have hundreds of reporters and are working around the clock to keep you safe and informed. We are AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Each day, researchers make new discoveries that bring us closer to the moment when all cancer patients can become survivors. Some days they take small steps, Others' huge discoveries lead to giant leaps forward. This progress, both small steps and giant leaps, happens with the help of clinical trials. Clinical trials are a fundamental path to progress and the brightest torch researchers have to light their way towards better treatments. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer, they may be your brightest ray of hope. Clinical trials introduce new hope in addition to the current standard of care by allowing researchers to provide participants access to cutting edge and potentially life-saving treatments. So if you're interested in exploring new treatment options while helping to light the path for other patients, clinical trials may be the best choice for you. Speak with your doctor and visit standuptocancer.org slash clinical trials to learn more about clinical trials. Together we can stand up for all of us. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. You know, the word pesticide means it's a material that's applied to kill a targeted pest. That pest could be a weed. That pest could be an insect. That pest could be a fungus. That pest could be a nematode. That pest can be a lot of things. But one of the best management practices is, in many cases, is not to apply a pesticide but to intelligently figure out what the life cycle of that pest is and to manage it by other means. For example, like Barbara called this morning about finding scales on her Japanese maple. 
A lot of people would say, well, you should just apply blah, 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 and it'll all go away. When actuality, that application, like I mentioned earlier, has a very large potential at damaging other beneficial creatures on the planet. See, this is kind of the crutch of the problem. Many products out there, even though they're labeled for the particular pest in which you plan to control, may have harmful effects to a lot of other plants and animals, including you and I. So when you can, select and choose plants that are disease and insect resistant. That's the first key. Two, if you've got a plant pest problem, get it properly diagnosed by a professional. Don't just buy a bottle of something and apply it in hopes that it'll go away. Once you learn what the name of that animal or pest may be, many times there are other ways to manage it. And by doing so, it saves you money, but more so protects the environment. You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And if you'd like to learn more about to to spray or not to spray, go to GardenTalkBlog.com. And by the way, GardenTalkBlog.com is absolutely free. And uh, we have folks already in the chat room this morning. We're discussing all kinds of interesting things. And if you'd like to join our chats, join us at GardenTalkBlog.com. Let's head to the telephone lines. By the way, there's not one but two available at 457-1290. Let's go talk to Chad. Chad, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. Hello, Mark. Hi, how you doing, Chad? All right. I I have a question about uh, gardening. I... uh... My wife and I normally grow enough uh, vegetables in the garden to keep us fairly fed through the wintertime, and uh, she cans a lot of it. But the last two years, we've had a problem with growing potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious if maybe uh, because we live near a farm, I mean, they use a lot of sprays and stuff, and I've noticed lately they've used a lot more spray than normal or it seems like. And uh, Are they killing your crop? Are they killing your potatoes? Well, that's kind of my question, I guess. Um, or like what I should do, I guess, because I've heard a lot of home remedies, people saying, uh, you know, grow your potatoes in a bucket or grow your potatoes in a bale of hay. And I would rather just grow them where I grow everything else because we have we have like a, a fairly large garden. I mean, we have corn and zucchini. And I, I, I'm a quick, quick, let me ask you a couple, a couple of background questions. Uh, All right. Are you, tell me, are you growing the potatoes in the same place every year or what are you doing? Tell me in that. Um. So, yeah, so originally for the last five years, we've grew them all fairly closely to the same place. And then two years ago, we had kind of a bad turnout. We didn't have very many potatoes at all, and the ones that we did have were very small. So we moved it to the opposite side of the garden, which is closer to the field where they grow corn and soybeans. And we had the same result. Okay, so let's also talk through this. Talk through this a little bit more. Um, are you soil testing the garden before you plant a garden? Uh, no, we are not. I mean, like I okay. said, we've always had let's, a really good let's, turnout. I, I'm going to put – you've given me a lot of ideas of what could be going on with no real conclusion what really is going on. So let's okay. kind of start with square one. Um, you got to do a soil test, okay? Okay. Vegetables require proper nutrition. If you are, if your if your pH is too high, or if you're not giving them enough NP or K or too much of one or the other, you'll screw up your vegetables. Okay, so let's right. let's begin with the foundation of all good growing. This is a soil test. So your first assignment, <laughs> your first assignment is soil test. Okay. All right. Okay, and once we get a soil test, let's see where you're at, because okay. I think think that's going to be the first thing we need to work on. Also remember that vegetables need to be rotated. Okay. Okay. They have to be rotated. So think of vegetables like filing cabinet drawers. Um, we have uh, the solanaceous group, which is what potatoes and tomatoes and peppers and eggplant belong to. Okay. 
Yeah. The, that group of vegetables are wonderful vegetables, but they're highly susceptible to some nasty, nasty, nasty diseases and insects. So we have to rotate them. So any place that we plant a solanaceous crop, be it a tomato, a pepper, a potato, an eggplant, okay, All right. should not have another solanaceous crop planted in that spot for at least three years. Okay. Because otherwise you are opening the door to lots of disease and insect issues. If you keep growing solanaceous crops in the same spot year after year, I guarantee it, you will have failure. Okay? So let's, in the next, and so in other words, with lettuce crops, we grow the lettuce crop and then we rotate to another crop like brassicas. Brassicas are like, like uh, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, okay? Kale, those are all brassicas. Brassicas don't get planted in the same spot every three years either. So that's where record keeping becomes real important. And so just think of your garden as file drawers. (laughs) And the file drawer that you had last year should not be the same file drawer that you have this year. Okay. Does that make sense? We usually use a, a grid. And we, we grid everything out, and then uh, okay. that's how we plant it. So like you were saying, last year we grew uh, kale and broccoli where we had grown tomatoes previously. Good, good. So it sounds to me, Meg, maybe you've got a nutritional problem. Now let's go to the herbis- the, the overspray issue. Um, okay. I will tell you professionally, um, I have seen more damage over the years related to herbicide oversprays than I would hate to even begin to talk about. And I well, will the say, I think they're well, using more this year than before is because I think even even the grass, because like I my property really like touches the crop field and even some of my grass didn't grow this year. OK, so what I want you to do is um, you, you do you know who's farming that field? Yeah, I'm actually friends with the guy that farms through the whole county. OK, so what you need to do is put him on notice. You're going to ask him to only apply products that are not gonna damage your property. And then more so ask for him to contact you before he applies it. And if he does apply it, now this is gonna be the painful part. If he does apply it, you're gonna need to report what's happened to the Ohio Department of Agriculture because it's a violation of federal and state law to overspray and hurt somebody else's plants. Hmm. We have laws about this stuff, okay? Yeah. So I will say if, 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 if he's applying by the label and follows the label, it's completely foreseeable and preventable that those damages don't have to happen. But if he's not following the label and he's applying stuff and causing damage to your property, then that's a violation of federal and state law. So, I mean, it's super windy where I live. So even if that's not your problem, (laughs) that's not your problem. My, I'm okay. trying to say it is not your problem. Right. Your problem is it's your property. It's like somebody breaking into your house. They don't have the right to break into your house and steal and break things, okay? They right. do, somebody doesn't have the right to apply a pesticide and cause damage to your plants. It's just not. And I'm sorry, and, and you know, if, if it upsets, the guy has a duty under the law he has a license under the law to apply the pesticides. And when you use a product, that label says what you're supposed to do. And a lot of times with agricultural products, it'll tell you to leave a 250-foot um, barrier zone or buffer zone between the property of the other that may, may likely cause injury to their plants. And it, it has to be withheld. Otherwise, you end up with... Um, a landscape that probably has the same level of herbicide as the one that's being applied to sometimes. Right. So I know, and, and, and the agricultural community has a real problem with this. They do. I've wa- It's been going on for a long, long time. But the labels, they, the label, read the label, follow the label, do what the label says, and you will not have a problem. More likely than not. Okay? All right. Good yep. luck to you, sir. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go into the garden kitchen. 
You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. February is a month when you will find lots and lots of different types of oranges in markets. Um, you know, the orange is, in my mind, the most ama- one of the most amazing uh, tropical, subtropical fruits that you can buy and eat. The fascinating thing is oranges originated in all places, ladies and gentlemen, in China. In fact, it dates back to as early as 314 B.C. Um, Fresh oranges can be eaten fresh, make great juice. They make wonderful, their peels are used in cooking. And there's basically four types of oranges. There's the common orange, much like the Valencia and then there is the blood or the pint, 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 um, pigmented orange, which has literally um, the darkest interior you ever saw in your life, has extremely high levels of anti-cyans and, and as well as higher levels of vitamin C. Um, and there's different varieties of this. More so, there's navel oranges. Many of you may be familiar with the California navel this is a wonderful group of oranges, including varieties called caracara, which is actually kind of a red-fruited uh, variety. And then there's less acidic versions of oranges, or what they call sweet oranges as well. The cool thing about oranges are there's a lot of diversity, there's a lot of uniqueness, and more so they store very long and very high in vitamin C for you. This week's In the Garden Kitchen, the orange. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. I tell you what, uh, we're going to do Eric on line one, okay? And then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll talk to our friend Rich Pearson. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Morning, sir. How can I help you? Uh, so we had two large trees that we lost uh, during that uh, last ice storm. We lost a Bradford pear that was, you know, uh, totally decimated when the leaves were still on. And then we lost a silver maple system rot that was at the top. And so both have been uh, taken down and, and stumps grinded. And now, you know, the next best thing is to get some grass growing. Those were, you know, almost full shade areas. So we never really had good grass. We had kind of, you know, that that low-lying moss that would grow in between the grass. And now that we're going to go to full sun, um, you know, I, I want, and, and it's very sparse right now. The dog brings in a lot of mud. So... First chance I get, I want to get some seed down, but I'm worried about breaking that ground and just going weed crazy. So I want to try to find that. Um, Why don't you winter seed it? Uh, I wasn't able to. Well, you still uh, got time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> why so, don't you Why don't you put down some grass seed today? It's going to get okay. cold again. I think okay, I'm cool. seeing. I think I see a little cold weather in the forecast. So why don't you do a little winter seeding now? Okay, and then. Uh, I've actually got uh, True Green scheduled to come out and do uh, some fly seeding uh, because of uh, it, it didn't really take very well in those same areas last year. So, to and it may not. It, will it change it now that it's full sun? It may not come back. <laughs> it may not come back for a while because you've still got all of the wood chips and the roots in the ground. Uh, the, the landscaping company did a very good job getting up. I, I understand that. I don't want to argue with you, but I'm trying yeah. to say to you is there are still alleopathic compounds in the ground from those trees. Yeah. And it may take up to three years or five years for those to finally remove themselves okay. by decomposition. So yeah. pay, remember, patience is a gardener's greatest virtue. <laughs> Okay, it. so it may take a little time to reestablish the lawn. It's not going to be instant, okay? So just keep that in mind. Sir, I wish you the best, and just make sure that you do a soil test before you apply any fertilizers to your yard. 
When we take when we come back, we'll talk to Rich Pearson and maybe you on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Wild Birds Unlimited. Winter bird food sale is on at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Stop in and save on the best bird food at the best prices in town. All 20-pound bags of seed and cases of suet are at the lowest prices of the season. Try our custom seed blends that are formulated to attract the greatest variety of beautiful birds to your feeder. We don't use any grain fillers that the birds don't like and simply kick to the ground. Our seed blends contain only the freshest seed and are formulated for no waste. The birds eat every seed. And our most popular, no-mess seed blends will keep your birds happy and your yard tidy as well. Winter savings are in full swing, and don't forget, Daily Savings Club members save even more on the best bird food in town. This winter, make your own backyard your favorite getaway. Stop in and save today at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Stroop and Far Hills. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. Comfort and care in a supportive lifestyle. It's what to expect at Brookhaven. Hi, this is Colleen Brady, Assistant Administrator. Our assistant living is for individuals needing some assistance with daily activities, but not requiring continual skilled medical services. Brookhaven offers a safe, enjoyable lifestyle for seniors who find living alone is no longer a viable option. Call us today for a personal tour of our beautiful new one-bedroom suites at 833-2133, Brookhaven Retirement Community. Expect to be impressed. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. When you hear these tones, you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A few showers in the morning hours today with temperatures quickly climbing into the mid to upper 50s around the Miami Valley. We'll see scattered showers by the afternoon into the evening and a chance for a few thunderstorms along with it. Now pay attention to Sunday. As we go into Sunday, the winds really pick up. We'll see gusts as high as 55 to 60 miles per hour, and that's after a cold front waves through, bringing colder temperatures. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. The current scan of the new live Doppler 7 radar shows clear conditions. We're at 36 degrees up the airport on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. And without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline is your friend and my, Mr. Rich Pearson. Good morning, Rich Pearson. Good morning, Mark Weber. How are you? Welcome back. <laughs> I'm well. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. How you been? Good, good. Uh, I managed to uh, take the opportunity to slip away to a tropical land myself for a little while there. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, we, 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 we fellow snowbirds. Mr. Rich, it is time to get growing. Tell us about it. It is, and this might be a little bit lengthy, but I'm going to rip through it real quick. Um, something that I have found since I was a kid, I have found great joy this time of year. Every time it doesn't change for me in actually putting little seeds in media and watching them germinate and grow, separating them, transplanting them, and getting ready to move them out into the garden. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason we do that is to get – there's a couple of reasons – is to get a jump on the season so, like, we can – start tomato seeds now and have a very reasonably sized plant to 
plant out when frost is uh, danger is passed, and that also uh, advances the the harvest season a little bit. Also, if there are plants that you particularly like that are hard to find, often you can only get them by seed, and that's with annuals mm-hmm. and vegetables and also some perennials. Um, and some things that will help folks along with just some helpful tips if they're just starting this is what's critical is very strong, bright light for those seedlings as they're growing. So mm-hmm. either a west or a south window or lights. Um, and those don't have to be real expensive. You can buy shop lights and buy regular tubes that just have, you know, one of each of a blue spectrum and a red spectrum instead of spending a whole bunch of money for the the plant light bulbs. Um, Also, it's very critical to sterilize your pots, everything that is going to be involved with the plants, uh, because hygiene is first in controlling diseases. Mm -hmm. And I also am absolutely committed to using commercial um, soilless media, potting soil, rather than going out and digging it up out of the yard and I know there's a whole lot of people that want to be as natural as possible or as frugal as possible, so they'll either go dig it up out of the garden or they'll try to use what's in the big containers that are left from last year still sitting outside. And both of those are a really bad idea. You're going to have disease issues. Uh, you're going to have some drainage issues if you use the garden soil. But you get it in there and, and make a plan first mm-hmm. so you don't do what I started out doing. And so several packs of seeds when you only need 10 plants. Right. Um, it's good to know the numbers. <laughs> exactly. Although exactly. Your neighbors would appreciate your extra plants, probably. Exactly. Ah. Mr. Rich, good job as always. Good to hear your voice. Glad you got home, too. And uh, look forward to doing more of this uh, this week and next week and the weeks to come. So. Oh, yeah. Spring's almost here. Yoo-hoo. Uh Yeah, it is. Thank God for that. Thank you, sir. You have a good day, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks. You do the same. Take care, Rich. Bye-bye. Folks, wrapping it up for hour number one, off to the Garden Talk archives. Good news, because there's two more hours of Garden Talk that remain. And coming up in the next hour of Garden Talk, it will be action-packed and wild and crazy as usual, because we're going to be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms next half hour. We'll be hopefully talking to Jesse Mag from WHIO Weather. We'll be talking as well to you. And I think we're going to do a What Plant I Am to kind of fire up the phone lines with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I. Only here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.